0: Support for All My Friends Are In Bar Bands comes from Jim Lauderdale. The two-time Grammy award-winning Americana icon has just announced his 32nd studio album, From Another World. Jim Lauderdale has created a truly unique body of work, spanning more than 30 albums of imaginative roots music, encompassing country, bluegrass, soul, R&B, and rock, as well as helping to pave the way for the current Americana movement. Lauderdale, who's released at least one and sometimes as many as three records every year since 1998, is a true songwriter's songwriter. He's the second most recorded writer in George Strait's canon, as well as the writer or co-writer of country hits by Paddy Loveless, George Jones, Mark Chestnut, and the Dixie Chicks. From Another World arrives everywhere on June 21st. Enjoy the show! (laughs) There, it's david james young here back for another week of all my friends are in bar bands i hope you're doing well i hope you're you know surviving getting out there to catch a bunch of great live music wherever you might find it i hope you're in a good space right now Alright, I guess this week is Carla Geneve. Carla Geneve is a singer-songwriter from Perth in WA. This one was set up by the uh, lovely crew over at Remote Control Records. Uh, Charlie from uh, Remote Control got in touch and wanted to know if I wanted to have a chat with Carla. Uh, I wasn't across Carla's music uh, at the time, but, uh, you know, I'm never one to say no to an opportunity. So, uh, we hooked it up and Carla was absolutely delightful uh, really uh, thoughtful intelligent and super friendly young lady uh she has an ep and it is out on the 7th of june through remote control records it's her debut ep it is self titled uh it features the songs 2001 and yesterday's clothes both of which have already been released plus uh i think four other new songs as well Uh, that she's been playing live recently too, so... Uh, If you've seen her in the last few uh, months or so, you probably know a good chunk of these tracks. But yeah, it's a a really good EP, and uh, I'm really, really impressed. Like, uh, yeah, Carla's super young, and, you know, her story is still developing and stuff like that, but it was really cool to get her at this point, where I I can only assume from here she is absolutely gonna take off and uh, really hit her stride in the next year or so. So, definitely one to watch, and I'm stoked to have her on the podcast today. Once again, before we get into it, a huge... Huge thank you to Charlie Ellison and the team over at Remote Control Records for setting this one up. And a big thank you to our resident engineer, Mr. Adam Buncher for his assistance in the audio editing for this one. massively massively appreciated. Alright, that's about it. If you want to get in touch, you can do so barbandspod at gmail.com. B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S-P-O-D. We are open for business. If you have anything you would like to share in terms of promotional material, in terms of uh, potential guests, anything like that, you know where to find us. Uh, We're also on Twitter and Facebook at barbandspod. All my friends are in barbands.com. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, and you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We are on Stitcher, we are on Spotify, uh, we are, like I said, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, every everywhere that you get your podcasts from, you can find us in your directory. And if you have a couple of dollars lying around, even if you have one, for as little as $1 a month, you can help to support this podcast and me keeping the lights on over here at Bar Bands HQ. You can do so by subscribing and supporting over on Patreon. If you become a patron today, you'll gain access to bonus content to do with uh, my writing, and my podcasting, and my music, and everything to do with all of that, and I would absolutely love to have you on board. So, for as little as one dollar a month, you can become a patron today. If you would like to do so, you can head over to patreon.com slash David James Young, and let's see if we can't sort something out. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash David James Young. Let's cross now to my chat with Carla Geneve.
1: I'm a mess today. Yesterday's clothes didn't get Today. Just keep my eyes... Hi everyone,
0: I'm David Kim Jong and all my friends are in bar bands. Today I'd like to introduce you to my friend Carla Janine.
1: Hi, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you. How's yourself? Yeah, good, thanks.
0: It's Friday afternoon, we are in Sydney and Carla is here uh, launching a new single. Yes.
1: Yes, it's called 2001.
0: Uh huh. Yep. And are you kind of on a run of like headlining shows at this point Go yeah on.
1: just a little one so we played in Melbourne last night oh cool where at uh it was at oh my god <laughs> i just had a mental blank <laughs> um was it the workers club oh i don't cool. know why i forgot that but it was <laughs> very recent history yeah it's
0: been I'm, a long I'm, day I'm i i can tell you everything about something from 1998 but as soon yeah. as it's just like what were you doing the other day fuck that's a good question yeah
1: totally like what, what did i eat for <laughs>
0: breakfast could not tell you <laughs> it's all a blur it's yeah. all a blur um yeah how was that show
1: it was really lovely. Yeah, we had a we had a great time. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So is it just you on this run, or do you have a band playing with you? I have
1: a full band. Oh, so cool. It's myself and a bass player and a drummer.
0: Cool. So are they are they old friends of yours, or just session guys? Yeah.
1: Um, we've been playing together for about a year and a half now. But yeah, okay. just mates. I would say they're definitely part of the band as opposed to session. So
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. How did you uh, meet up with them originally?
1: Um, I met Harry, the bass player at uni, and then I kind of just knew Jack, the drummer from around. Right, yeah. I also went to uni with him, but he joined a bit later, so, yeah. yeah. Oh. Nice.
0: Excellent. Yeah, so you feel you're kind of in a rhythm now that you've been playing together for a little bit longer. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We, we really know each other well now, and I think we vibe off each other really, really nicely at this point. It's
0: good. Good. Okay, so I begin these by tracing back the initial interest in music specifically, where it changed from being something that maybe you're watching on TV, listening to on the radio, etc etc to being something where it's like this is what I want to do I want to sing, I want to play instruments, I want to be in a band that sort of thing
1: Yeah.
0: tell me how music had affected into your childhood and your upbringing
1: Um, well my mum and dad got me to do piano lessons from like I think I was about 5 or 6 just like music lessons um, which is like a really nice thing to do and then I did piano until I was like 14 or so and I hated it This
0: is. I was going to say Every time someone on this podcast has been brought up doing piano lessons as a kid, across the board, unanimous, you're. From the soul hatred,
1: yeah, like crying every yeah. every time I had to practice that kind or, of that kind of hatred. Yeah, I want I don't know why it is. It's probably just the songs they make you play. it, So like oh, yeah. mind numbingly boring. Kind of with the
0: deep end, you know, yeah. With guitar, it's fucking skip to my loo or like yeah, some yeah. random yeah. like two chord song or totally. something like that. Whereas with piano, it's just like all right, here's a fucking Chopin. It's just like yeah, oh totally. cool. I'm five. What am I doing here?
1: You yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Um, I think the I was grateful the lessons. I did were more like modern, so it wasn't really classical. It was like blues and like, yeah, sort of like more, less classical, more like, uh, yeah, like poppy stuff. Not pop, but hmm. blues stuff. And yeah, it was it was better, but I still hated it, you know, when you're yeah. seven. Oh, yeah.
0: You course. don't really
1: care about the blues. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so I did that, crying, etc., until I was probably about 13, 14. And then my dad always played guitar and had guitars around the house. And I think I just like picked one up one day and just sort of, like gave it a go and ended up really liking it. And it just felt um, so much more right to me than piano. Like, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Just I was like, this just feels better. This feels right. And cause when you enjoy something, you get better at it. So I switched to that. And yeah.
0: Were there any like musicians or bands in particular that you were paying attention to, and so it's like that's what I want to do?
1: I think at that point yeah. it was probably like ACDC.
0: Yeah,
1: sure. I remember being a huge oh, wow. fan of The Living End as yeah. well. And yeah, like that kind of like rock stuff I was like yeah. very heavily into, it, like yeah, and 12. That was... And that's always good when you're starting guitar as well. Oh yeah. Uh, nothing sure. wrong with Akadaka, but oh, no, no. Uh, yeah. And then I remember also watching like The Song Remains the Same. Oh, yeah, and I was so like, awesome. I yeah. think I might want to play guitar Yeah. Now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's probably one of the one of the You're moments. Sure? Yeah, where'd you grow up? Um, in a town called Albany, which is uh like four or five hours south of Perth.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So
1: it's um it's suburban, but it's still regional. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 So I'm imagining there wasn't like much of a like a you know music community or anything like that. You know, like it the big city's Perth, and you know even then, you know, that's yeah, a very isolated city as is.
1: Totally. I think that was like a really nice small community so people play and they play at the pub or whatever mm. um, and everyone knows each other so it's really kind and, and supportive for someone who wants to play but it's definitely like small and um you don't hear that much new stuff all the time
0: yeah it's okay. the kind of thing where it's just like you're finding people with that same niche interest as you so it's just like well it's 200 people here you know like we have to be friends, and No one else likes. Yeah,
1: totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you remember the first time you played
1: live? With guitar and singing. So I played guitar before I started singing. I used to be really scared of singing. Oh yeah. I, like right. tra- traumatized, kind of scared. But um, I think it was at a school concert because mm. I did guitar lessons at school, and I played a James Taylor song. I think. Oh, nice. and Rain. Uh, no, I think it was Sweet Baby James. Oh, amazing! Yeah, I love that it was song. It's such a cute song, and probably a, a Bruno Mars song as well. <laughs> wow! But Wait, how recent yeah. was this? Oh, um, I'm twenty. So yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah, I don't know when it was. Maybe like 2012, 2012. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was like the first time I played, but it felt right to do it, and I was nervous, but I was like, I want to do that again. I think
0: so how did you overcome that initial fear of singing like was it just kind of an uh, organic thing or was it kind of just like that trial by fire thing of just like this is the only way I can face this I need to just fucking sort my shit out it's
1: a good question I think that like I deep down knew that I really wanted to do it but mm. obviously when you're you're nervous and you're scared and you're, you're Thirteen or whatever, yeah. you're like, I don't want to do this. This is not for me. But I think something made me keep doing it and keep practicing. And yeah, yeah, even yeah. if it was like the worst thing in the world to sing in front of people, like I still did it. And I probably wouldn't have even known why I did it at the time.
0: Yeah. So, were you playing in bands through high school?
1: Yeah, I had like a like a sort of grunge band when I was about I was six. sixteen. Did well, some fun Soho covers nice. and, like Courtney Love, which was really fun. What was that band very called? I was. I don't want anyone to look it up and find incriminating. It's still it's still <laughs> might, Not today. after this comes out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was called Locust, I think. Sick. Yeah. I mean,
0: was there's really probably fun. a lot of bands called Locust. Yeah. I reckon you will be. A Hopefully.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, it was really fun. There's nothing better than like geeks when you're. Oh yeah. When you're that age. Oh my god. Yeah. Right? So cool.
0: It's just. It's just yeah. like. Oh my god! I'm doing the thing that I saw on the DVD. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah totally. I'm actually. I'm actually doing
1: it yeah know. yeah
0: much smaller scale but you know it's the
1: principle still of the thing. fully sick <laughs> yeah yeah and in, in, in albany like there was only one pub right but, um so it was like you had to play at the pub called the white star yeah great place um but yeah like three bands yeah it was an awesome place to start out and learn how to build community around playing in bands as well i think yeah
0: so did you move to uni or like what when do you, when do you leave albany
1: I finished high school, Yeah. so I just turned 18 when I finished, and then I moved straight away. I would say for life, mm. <laughs> just, you know, moving out of your hometown yeah, yeah, yeah. something I always wanted, like, always just knew I would do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also for music, I really wanted to keep playing, and kind of wanted to play at a different pub. But I mean, fair
0: <laughs> enough. <laughs> the second you get to play in more than one pub. It was
1: like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very exciting. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you moved to Perth? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it e- oh, much easier to find people into the same stuff as you there, I can imagine?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there are just just the numbers of mm, people. Yeah, and <laughs> statistically. <laughs> statistically, there yeah. were more. Um, but Perth has a really rich and, and supportive scene as well. Of course, yeah. So many cool things are going on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, like, the funnest move ever. Yeah. It was, like, the whole... Uh, Pandora's box just opened up. Yeah, yeah. Awesome shit to do. I always have
0: that whenever I'm talking to anyone that isn't from like Sydney or Melbourne, you know, whether that's Adelaide or Perth yeah. or Auckland or anything like that. It's a classic, like, oh, we don't all know each other. Oh, yeah, do you know X? <gasps> yes,
1: yeah. I played in a band with X. Yeah, you know? we've dated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it's always like that. Oh,
0: it's a classic, right? Do you start doing solo stuff, like, straight away, or do you, like, start playing in bands? Like, what's the transition?
1: I started solo in hmm. Perth just because I didn't have a band that lived yeah. here yet, and probably did that for, like, a couple of months, and then I met the guys... And started playing the band like uh, maybe six months in or so I'd say yeah,
0: yeah 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 but
1: I was just like it's all I wanted to do at that point
0: yeah so it was always in the back of your head that the solo stuff was going
1: to turn into a cool bit yeah I solo is cool but like it's nothing yeah just so much more fun with other people and yeah that's also the kind of stuff I wanted to make so more rock rather than sort of folk like
0: yeah 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 totally totally can't quite nail the ACDC tone. On yeah, the no. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you playing around, like, Perth by bit at that point?
1: Yeah, we, we gigged pretty, like, once I got the band together. I did, some, I did a fair bit of solo stuff, but once I had the band together, it was, like, really, really heavy gigging for about a, a year or so, or, like, a couple of times a week. But I think that was, like, the best thing to do. Yeah. So it's always good to, like... Really locked down what you're trying to achieve, and just met so many great people in Perth, and was just fully immersed yeah. for that year.
0: I don't know heaps about like venues and like the music scene over there. Like, is it the kind of thing where you can exhaust your options pretty quickly, or does is it seem like much bigger than it actually is in terms of like the scope of venues and pubs you can play and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, well, there's not like the biggest range of venues, but I think there's like more than enough bands that it doesn't feel like you're playing the same show every night mm. um, and, and that people are making new stuff all the time and there's a lot of really committed musicians yeah so yeah no I, I still don't feel like I've exhausted all the options there like last week we played a show at a venue we never played before in Perl, so it was at the Fremantle Arts Centre which is like a an old colonial building. So there's, oh, wow. yeah, it was beautiful. So there's always more stuff to do, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Perth's it's not as small as it yeah. seems. How yeah. far away is Fremantle from Perth? It's like a 20 minute drive, like 20Ks. Right. Yeah. Because like,
0: yeah,
1: I, I, I
0: always see them like very close to one another in like touring schedules, and I don't know like the extent of to which, yeah. you
1: know? Yeah, it, I, I it, would drive to thing, work yeah, like yeah, from right. either, yeah.
0: So it's one thing to like see it on a map, but yeah, just knowing the actual extent of it's things in perspective. Yeah totally more, you know? and then some
1: people always just like group them together as Perth and yeah, yeah sure. so it's like <laughs> I know it's hard to, it's hard to understand
0: yeah. it's very territorial <laughs> it's just like oh, yeah, this is free I'll show some respect <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> when do you come over to the East Coast for the first time?
1: I think it would have been uh, we released a song called Listening and did a, a single tour for that Yeah. that would have been the first time, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So when was that? Uh, Maybe like halfway through last year. Okay. Yeah, around then, I think, yeah.
0: What was that experience like? Uh, Obviously, you know, in terms of playing, that's about as far away as you can get from where you've started out.
1: Yeah, it was uh, pretty, like, surreal, just like actually getting on a plane to go Play music like you yes. know that's every band's thing. You know it felt oh, yeah, it felt right, like yeah. something has shifted and like it it was uh, sort of like became real uh, and I was yeah very very like. Stoked and excited about that. Amazing. And also, like like you say, going so far, it just it feels like a bigger deal, yeah. <laughs> just because of the you know it's like four hours or whatever oh, to God, get here. Yeah, it's a, I'd it's never a, even a, been to to Sydney or Melbourne yeah, either, right. as well. So it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all all at once. But it was amazing.
0: Yeah. I guess the the connectivity of you know the, the current climate, where it makes it a lot easier for your music to be accessible as yeah. well, because you know, like back in the day, you know, you'd have to kind of ship CDs off and, you know, yeah, just totally. kind of hope for the best, you know. Yeah. Or just, you know, kind of gently push it out into the blogosphere or whatever like that. But you're coming up in an era of, like, unearthed and things like that, and, you know, you can instantly find something in, like, 20 seconds. Yes, totally. On the other side of the country, you know. Was it kind of surreal to you that, you know, people on the complete opposite side of the country... Knew your stuff and want to see you
1: play and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it still is to be honest. Yeah, sure. Especially when like in Perth, I'd be pretty surprised if there was someone at a gig that I didn't know. Yeah, if you know what sure. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And coming over here, like we played in Melbourne last night, and I was like, "Who are you people? Yeah. What are you doing here?" Uh, so are you yeah, with my it's like... still yeah, it's like your mum's like yeah, it really fucked me up. I was like, "This is absolutely unbelievable." And very cool
0: how do you feel like you've developed as a performer from you know starting out you know in that you know pretty humble like pub acoustic setting to you know the kind of stuff that you're doing now like do you feel like you have a better handle of it and kind of more control over what you're doing as a performer now?
1: yeah I think well just first of all practice yeah sure. and just like really becoming comfortable on stage it's something that you can't just do overnight, Mm. I think that's like a a really like, something, a skill you have to to really work on. I think that I've become a much better guitarist Mm. Uh, just not out of any particular regime of practice but um, I don't know, I forced myself into having a three piece band as opposed to another guitarist because I was like this is the only way I'm going to get better. so yeah sure that's something that I'm like proud of I, I suppose but yeah. yeah and so like
0: what position are you in now like are you kind of like working through like new material to, to play and stuff like that are you kind of just like chopping and changing stuff as you go like to figuring out what stuff works and what doesn't etc oh
1: I've definitely been writing recently. Yeah. Uh, we're going to release an EP really soon, so that's yeah. kind of the work of the past two years in yeah, yeah. that one. And then it's an exciting time because now it's like, oh, what next? So I've yeah. been writing and thinking about what sort of thing we should make next. Hmm. Well, how <laughs> do
0: you feel then that the, the music has kind of developed from, from where you were starting out as well?
1: Definitely... Um. Obviously, more rock and like loud, and yeah, just yeah. instrumentally. Um, but I think maybe ly- like more lyrically focused as it goes. Yeah. Just as like you know lyrical skills get practiced, etc. Yeah, yeah. And maybe more. Yeah, I don't know. I would maybe that. I, to be honest, I don't know. More guitar-y as well as yeah. I sort of force myself to improve <laughs> yeah yeah those two maybe
0: not as tearful as the piano last no
1: it is yeah it's better to go out to the, a gig and play instead yeah. of sitting no, at yeah. home yeah. playing Just whatever over and over and over, yeah. yeah with some sheet music
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah oh it's like no not
1: again yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no please don't bring up those yeah. those traumatic yeah, yeah. times <laughs>
0: Oh, man, last year I had Jay Wally on and he was talking about, like like, as a kid, he had a piano lesson just completely fucked it at one point during a recital, and he's, been, he's like, 42, and, like, he'll still just occasionally... <laughs> you can see onstage. it in his eyes. Yeah, like, he'll just occasionally imagine a piano being wheeled out onto stage. It's like, <laughs> it's like a Vietnam flashback. It's
1: like, <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's deep with some oh, of that yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah also, stuff. like, being a child and being put on a stage on your own in front of a crowd, like... I'm not saying that's the bad thing but it's quite a lot oh, for yeah. a kid yeah which oh, no I think it's like awesome for a kid to like take responsibility for that thing but like it's, yeah. it's no light it's no, no light task yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially if you um, do screw up yeah. <laughs> which I have done some Stedford's <laughs> yes oh, haven't we all haven't we all? <laughs> yeah. you're going to learn how to deal with the mistakes I yeah, suppose yeah no, you're to go before you walk you know
0: <laughs> okay so we'll wrap it up here but before we do that I asked this of all of my guests, and now it is your turn, Carla. I want to know about the best and the worst shows that you have ever played in your entire
1: life. Okay, I'll start with the worst one. Please do. I was actually talking about this earlier today. Believe it or not. At a venue that shall remain unnamed in Frio. Mm-hmm. Um, we rocked up, this was about maybe a year or two ago, Like we, were at the point when we were doing a lot of gigs, and it was yeah, sort of yeah, just yeah. like, we'll take whatever we can get. We rocked up at this venue, we were supporting a touring band who were really great, but I won't say who they are either, and so we could walk in and the stage, it, it was like a club, right? Um, and it's pretty obvious that they hadn't cleaned it since the previous weekend, so the stage was kind of like two inches deep in broken glass and beer that had dried, Yeah. So and also there was no one there, and the, the bar staff actually refused to talk to us. So we, like, walked around and found a broom and, like, swept it so we, like, didn't hurt ourselves on the stage. <laughs>
0: I mean, fair enough.
1: And then the sound engineer eventually wrapped up. He was like, "Hey, you going? We were like, yeah, good. Um, he was like, oh, uh, the PA is broken, so just give me another hour. I'm going to try and fix it. And we were like, cool, like, no sound check. That's, that's fine. Um, and then the, the band rocked up, they were lovely, but the venue had, like, fucked up their ticketing. So all these people had bought tickets, but they were just, like, people just walking in. Mm. So they were just, like, losing money and that they obviously, like, really needed. So that sucked for them. Um, and then we were looking for the green room. Oh, I think the band were look, the other band were looking for the green room. <laughs> yeah. And they, like, accidentally... They, like, knocked on the manager of the, the club's door. Mm. And they were like, um... Hey, we're just looking for the green room and he was just like, Well it's not here and like slammed the door in their face. Wow. Super <laughs> so Sorry, this is like a very negative story. Um and Man, then that's yeah, good, yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> Okay, great, after. we'll give we'll give it we'll get it all to you. Yeah, um and then I think there was also the green room, there was like these random people in there that like wouldn't let us in. And our rider was like half a warm six-pack. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I might just leave it there because it gets worse. But we can just—that's oh, the um, the gist of it. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: my god! How? How? Come on! How? How? <laughs> how, how like that's that's already pretty <laughs> down there. Like. Yeah,
1: it gets like um, not even like <laughs> pretty. It gets like a little bit sad from there. It was just like a really like the gig was okay, but um, yeah, it was like and the band sort of like. I think just any gig like that for a touring band would make you so depressed. They were like, "Man, should we even like do this?" And we were like, "Whoa, we gotta, we gotta go!" Thanks for having us. Um, but they're a fantastic band, and they are still together and making awesome music. Good to know. Yeah, so that's the, the upside. <laughs> well, go check them out. And we probably bonded over that experience well, of a terrible, terrible nightclub in Rio. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: Okay, so what is the best show? You've ever
1: Oh, gosh, that's a hard one. God, I don't know. We've played a, a lot of really, really lovely shows recently. Um, I had one it was like on the day of my oh, like my birthday show and I just oh, got nice. like my mates. Um, I got Jack Davies and the Bushchos to play in a Freo band. I got the band Moss to play, my housemate Sams in that band and we just had like a really lovely night and, like at Mojo's in free, which is like my favorite bar. And yeah, just like drank and had a great time and like played, everyone got up for songs and yeah, it was really beautiful. I would say that's probably my most heartwarming gig. That That was in December, yeah. Ah. That's fantastic.
0: That's the that's the the way you want to end. Yeah, I was I'm definitely
1: gonna say that. Yeah you
0: definitely want to end with a happy ending. I'm sorry to anybody
1: I depressed it Oh no, not at all. Like
0: nightmare gig stories is the name of the game. You know. That's what you're after. <laughs> <laughs> Those always make the best story. Like at the time, it's just like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. it. It was then like later com- on you can be like, fucking <laughs> hell yeah, this man. guy.
1: Have I got a story for you? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> it exactly was yeah, right. pre-
1: pretty comical now. <laughs> it's a good one.
0: Oh, classic. Alright, so uh um, please uh, plug away anything that you
1: have coming up um, well we're finishing this tour tomorrow so it'll probably be too late <laughs> yeah um, but yes. we're going to be bringing out another single in shortly Okay. and that will be from our EP which sick. will be out in before June at some point so uh, it's self-titled oh sick because I really couldn't think of a name <laughs> sure enough gonna <laughs> use up that self-titled one yeah yeah get it
0: out of the or you could be like American Football or the Bronx and just not name any of your records yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it could get
1: confusing after a while but But,
0: yeah the the artwork tells the difference yeah
1: Uh, yeah. so just the EP and then we'll be touring the EP as well Yeah, I'm also going to go to the US with San Francisco in June which I'm freaking excited about yeah and that'll be awesome so if any people from the US are listening please come (laughs) sweet
0: yeah you can go see some Perth Royals here.
1: Yeah, no, nah, that Stansy's got awesome. very yeah. excited.
0: I, I keep annoying them for a Flairs reunion It's not happening.
1: <laughs> I would love to see that. Right? As with most of Perth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Carla, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for being here. I'm David James Young, and all my friends and